0: Absolutely. We just yep. I, let's keep this. This is Kool Aid, eh, by the way. Let's just keep it flowing. The Hawks won a, <laughs> The Hawks actually won a game. Let's go! Championship.
1: In
2: regulation.
0: Oh man, two points. Never tasted so good. This is the Second City Hockey Podcast. Uh, Brad Replinger. America's favorite Dave Melton and Brandon Kane across the uh the internet airwaves coming at you guys after a six to three drubbing of the uh the Pittsburgh Penguins from your Chicago Blackhawks. uh we were talking before the show. this is the ninth consecutive win uh that Chicago has had over Pittsburgh, so apparently we should just play Pittsburgh every game. I think that's the solution to not playing crappy hockey. you think I think I, it's, it's got to be it right.
1: Yeah, just trade them. Uh, maybe we can talk a little bit more about this realignment thing that's going to happen when Seattle joins, and maybe the Hawks can get put in the same division as Pittsburgh, and just play them, you know, thirty times a season just because. And yeah, and then then we'll be good. There you go.
0: We'll do the 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 team like one of the divisions can be teams with birds in the name. You've got Hawks, you've got Penguins, or associated with birds. So I guess Flyers, if you wanted. Um, let's see. I'm trying to I'm trying to stretch this out as as the Atlanta Thrashers, you could put them in the division. Um, <laughs>
1: let's see. <laughs> We're already going with non existent teams. This may not work.
0: Yeah, um, I, it's it's a bit of a stretch. We'll see what's happening. The but Red Wings. Uh, yeah, Red
1: Red Wings. Wings? That's yeah. that's yeah.
0: good. Yeah. Um I don't know. Maybe oh, there you go. Make Seattle the, the Thunderbirds or whatever, and then, oh, then you'll be I'll good hope. to
1: go. Just promote the WHL team? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Exactly that's fine. Can, cool. Yeah. 18 year old kids against 25 year old grown men. That'll that's, I don't see how that could possibly go wrong.
0: Hey, given the way that this team has played over the last <laughs> couple of games and i be in by last couple of games, I mean like the what last 20 games or whatever it's been. Oh, WHL team could probably beat the Hawks. Um, But uh, that's not uh, here nor there at the moment because we are celebrating a win. That's right. Keep that music. <laughs> Woo! Oh man. So, uh, so, it, we still suck, but they beat the Penguins. <laughs> like, I think this is still a cause for uh, at least some celebration. You've got Jonathan Tays with his 700th career point, um, all coming with the Blackhawks, which I think makes him the 15th player in NHL history to do that, or the 16th player in NHL history to do that, which is pretty freaking awesome. Um, no but, one cares, Brad. <laughs> oh come on! Hey, in this house, we respect Jonathan Tays. Um, but the, uh, but one of the newest call-ups, uh, to the, to the big club in Chicago, Carl Dahlstrom, the defenseman making an impact early in the game, getting his, uh, getting his first assist of the 2018, 2019 season. Um, I guess we can lead off with that. So given the fact that this lineup and roster has been just painstakingly frustrating to watch, take the ice night after night, um... The Blackhawks uh, called up Carl Dahlstrom and Dylan Sakura uh, after uh, Artem and Isimov got put on injured reserve, and, uh, and they sent—I forget who they sent down. It wasn't— uh, Yeah, that's right, Alexander Fortin. So um, I, the, the Sakura thing was bound to happen, but Dahlstrom as a defenseman? What do we think, guys? Uh, Dave, let's start with you.
1: Well, I mean, it, it couldn't be any worse. I mean, we've watched, had to sit through Brandon Manning and Jan Ruta for the last uh, two to three, two months, and neither of them was looking any good. So why not awesome. give Dalstrom another shot at it? And Dalstrom, uh, from everything I was reading, was playing well enough in Rockford, and uh, you know the Hawks are kind of with him. He's he's in one of the uh, he's in sink or swim territory right now because he's he's getting up there in age. He's twenty three years old, and he's um, you know, he's, he got drafted back in, I think, 2013, 2014. It's been a while. He's been in the system for a long time. So at, at some point, you need to figure out what you have with Dahlstrom, and you're not going to figure it out in Rockford, so you might as well throw him up at the NHL level and see if he can sink or swim or not. And he looked pretty good tonight. Uh, no idea what he'll look like for the long term, but, you know, I'd rather I'd rather watch Carl Dahlstrom potentially figure it out at the NHL level than watch Brandon Manning and Jan Ruda, because I think we've already decided they're not it. I've
0: divorced Jan Ruda. You can, oh, I, no. I defer any, oh, no. I defer any oh, and all comments on Jan Ruda over to uh the, the other man on the uh, on the airwaves over here, one Brandon Kane. Do you have any any words on uh on our 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 former uh, our former love of uh of, of defense? Jan Ruda there, Brandon?
2: I don't know why you're saying R. That was exclusively you. <laughs> John Ruddick can get the fuck out of Chicago as far as I'm concerned.
0: And welcome to the explicit Second City Hockey <laughs> there Podcast. There we go.
2: There we I'm go. It's fine. There the there
0: filter's go. off. We're celebrating a win. That's right. You heard the intro. The champagne's flowing. <laughs> oh, we got Kool-Aid.
2: Yeah, so I was at Rockford's 4 uh, nothing loss and just thrashing by Brandon Peary uh, Saturday night, and Dahlstrom had a game-high six shots and – what I noticed from him is he is by far and away the most capable defenseman on that team and responsible in his own end. Um, and that is far more than you can say about Brandon Manning or Jan Ruda mm-hmm. combined. Um, <laughs> you could probably throw and, a Davidson uh, in there too if you wanted. Uh, yeah, he's got like one leg though. Touche. So... Yeah, I was happy with the Dalstrom call-up. Um, it makes sense to me because the only other player that really stood out on defense was Yoni Tatula, um, who is a 2016 track pick, I believe, in the sixth round or fifth round. Um, so still finding his own, uh, his first season in North America, getting used to a different ice surface. Uh, so I don't know, like... Rockford hasn't done really well at all um, mm. since uh, Derek King took over and Colleton was promoted, and I really don't see them doing much now that they've lost their leading scorer and their best defenseman. But hey, if it can get the Hawks a couple wins here and there, and I don't like whether you're in the quote tank mode now or like let's just be in the lottery discussion thing. And the hawks win a couple of games here and there to keep them in that discussion, but they're like entertaining and they don't always give up the first goal, then you <laughs> those guys up here
0: <laughs> don't uh don't don't hedge your bets against the Hawks giving up the first goal or not giving up the first goal because that has been a trend for I want to say, was it 12 games or 13 games uh consecutively. It was
1: not a good.
0: Yeah, 11 straight, there too you
1: go. Many. Just too many.
2: Until just, tonight. Just- It wasn't just like that they were giving up the first goal. It was like they were giving up two as well. So
1: in like two goals in a minute,
2: it was was
1: always, it was always like they play good for four or five minutes and then two goals in a minute. And here we go again. (laughs) That's the last month of Blackhawks hockey. It's I've, I've never seen anything like it.
0: Like
1: I, I, like legitimately, like I was trying to rack my brain. Like I, I cannot believe how consistently terrible they were starting games. Like that's, it's 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 almost impressive how committed they were to the act.
2: <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> because, Dave, what did you say uh, earlier tonight? when We were trying to figure out when we were going to record.
1: Oh, that I thought if they were going to win a game, they were going to beat somebody like nine to one or something. Is that you were? No, no, no,
2: thinking? no. You said that you weren't able to watch the. Uh, oh yeah, the yeah. I said
1: I, I said I wasn't going to watch the first period. Or I I I was coming back from uh, from a hockey game, so I couldn't watch the first period. So I was thinking about recording it and watching it when I got home, but then it's like realize what's the point? They'll probably be down two nothing after the end of the first period. I don't even <laughs> need to watch it. I've seen that movie ten times already. We'll just watch it from starting of the second period and maybe they'll finish the comeback off tonight.
0: Well, and uh, they did not have to come back uh, yeah. thankfully, uh, which apparently either that, that means one of two things: either dave shouldn 't watch the start of games or Dave should go play more hockey on on game <laughs> days because
1: clearly that 's been what we 've been missing it's, the
0: last <laughs> twelve games or whatever it 's been
1: i 've missed plenty of these first periods and and as the longer the the dreadfulness continued, the more often I started missing them because it was just too depressing to watch. Aiming for the first period. Um, yeah, no, it, if there was
0: ever a win that was more refreshing, I think this has got to be it for certain. I mean, first of all, because the the Blackhawks now join the Chicago Bears in the 10-win category. Um as well, well, oh, the Bears have nine. That's uh, right. Well, nine not, so far. Not after <laughs> this weekend, my friend. <laughs> when the Packers come to town, and the Bears they, will they, clinch they the north, division. Don't
2: say that name. The team up north.
0: It's – uh. do the Bulls have 10 wins now too, I think, or are they still – No, the Bulls
2: have six wins. Bulls have six wins. They're all so right. bad that the NBA was like, we're going to schedule your asses to go play a game against the Magic in freaking Mexico. In Mexico City. uh, Probably so on the they, football like, field. Leave, like, Garpax and Jim Boylan in Mexico. Like, no one's going to oh, be – I was like, going to say, oh, you can leave, leave a lot
1: of them there. Just have the Windy City Bulls take over. The players, front office, well. <laughs> everyone. Water boys, trainers. Just leave them all. Just leave the all which
2: them all. is like – with all, like, the fiasco that's going on with the Bulls, it just makes me, like, really appreciate that, like, John McDonough has, like, his shit together. So, like... So that- we think. <laughs> <laughs> no, he he definitely <laughs> does. I can watch games on TV now. Like, I'm appreciative. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess...
0: Yeah. Are I we mean- judging the success of John McDonough by whether or not we can watch hockey games on TV? Is that what it's come to? Hey, that was step one. <laughs> that's...
2: Yeah. <laughs> This what year like, is it? He's just like, I'm going to put games on TV. And I was like, hey, this guy's awesome. I mean, granted, that was like 10, 11 years ago. But hey, I still like I it. I thought
1: they said that. I almost thought they did that before McDonough took over.
0: Yeah, I believe it was 2006 was the first year that they went back on the WGN. Because didn't
1: Bill die before the lockout? It was He died in 08? No, he
2: died in... Was it
1: 2007? September 2007 because that was
2: Kane's first season and they have the uh mm. triple W patch, um,
1: right? Right, right, but yeah,
2: I mean, that's yeah, just
1: you know, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, wait, what were how do we get on the billboards? What were we talking about? <laughs> um, I, I just, yeah,
0: everybody's yeah, gotta now, shit, whatever, I was yeah. gonna say now, everybody's gotta like you know, say his name three times backwards or whatever, and we'll get back on track with the show, but that's kind of been. The uh, the microcosm of the uh, the 2018 Blackhawk season—it's been uh, just a jumbled mess with really no sense of direction. Again, until I think the the the, the calling up of one Sakura, of one Dylan Sakura, and Carl Dahlstrom. Um, also of of note was the uh, was the Brendan not Brandon Brendan um, Perolini and. Uh, and Dylan Strom uh, acquisition for one Nick Schmaltz, which i I didn't hate when it happened, just mo- mostly because it was a change of pace, and quite frankly this team needed anything to try to get going, um, but it seems like it's starting to pay off just a little bit with uh, Dylan Strom, I think he's got what three goals or four goals now with the team um, having a decent uh, having a decent little December here for the Hawks, but um, in terms of free agent signings, I, Stan obviously, Stan and McDonough have made it very clear that, well, this is, this team isn't rebuilding, it's a, it's a reshuffling of the lineup or whatever the hell the verbiage was. Remodeling. I, that was it, remodeling. Are we, I mean, are we expecting them to head to the Ikea of the NHL and pick up just some mid-tier players that you have to assemble yourselves or is this the end <laughs> of what we're going to see in terms of any free agent uh, or or any trades um from this uh from this uh this front office
1: I, I assume there'll be more trades uh as as season goes on cuz I mean it they have to go on an absolutely absurd like miraculous run to get back into the playoff picture like it, even if they won 15 in a row that would just get them back into it and then they'd have to play like 600 hockey the rest of the way to remain in it. So, you know, I, I, I I'll, I'll never rule it out with this group, but I put it at less than 1% at this point, but, but yeah, so there's, there's probably, I could see some trades. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think, you know, the, the Taves and Kane aren't going to go anywhere. Brent Seabrook's contract isn't going to go anywhere. I, I could see, I could see like Duncan Keith maybe waving it, wanting to go to a contender, but I don't think the Hawks want to do that either. But Mm -hmm. I think it's more, you're more veteran guys on the uh, at or near expiring contracts that are going to be some trade bait. Um, I think Artem Anisimov is probably one of the biggest ones. Uh, I mean, maybe Marcus Kruger gets shipped out. He's on an expiring deal, although I don't know how many people, how many teams are going to want to take on that contract. Um, Anisimov signed for, two more seasons after this one. So that's going to make his contract harder to move. Um, and outside of that, I mean, Jan Rutas deals up at the end of this year. So maybe he's gone. Thank God. Um, and then I, I, I don't, I'm, I don't know unless you can interest somebody in a Chris Kunitz. Uh, maybe <laughs> I, I like they're they're just, they don't have, they don't have a lot of assets to sell right now. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how many more deals they can make. Um, I mean, you might be able to talk some GM into Chris Kunitz because he's won four cups, and some GM in legal be dumb enough to buy into that. Right. Um, so I.
2: Paging Edmonton. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know. Uh, let's see. Chris Kunitz for Drysaitel. Let's. Uh, who says no? And I can never say. Can you name.
2: imagine Drysaitel and Kuhn like playing on the same line? Like oh, that's what? some German shit, right God. there.
1: <laughs> that's Das Line. Is about to be. <laughs> da, Das Line. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I, mean, I mean I mean who look at the Blackhawks roster so... realistically, who are you gonna trade away? And who's who's gonna a what other who who do other teams want from the Blackhawks and who could afford the cap hit and who's willing to take on the term of some of these deals? Mm-hmm. And the answer for most of them is no, no, and no. So I don't I don't know what I don't know what you can do. Unless yeah. Bowman gets really creative because you're not going to throw in prospects to move some of these guys because allegedly they're remodeling. So,
0: right. And either way, I think you're banking full time on your prospects as well. That pool of guys that, you know, are, are currently overseas or, you know, playing in Canada. The, the talent pool is great enough to where you can fully invest in, in what's going on there. Blake Hillman and Ian Mitchell come to mind. um, specifically but then you also look into like you know you look into cap space of that stuff for next year and like you said expiring contracts and things like that and i think i forgot where i was reading this but you can you can look at what might end up being about 20 million in terms of cap space for the 2019 season which if you sprinkle in some of these you know prospect players that have got some experience again i think sakura and um, and Dahlstrom are going to be fixtures in the starting lineup next season, no doubt. Um, it all depends on what happens the second half of this season. If uh, Ian Mitchell ends up playing um, in uh, in Rockford, or if uh, you know if you move a Hillman up or um, or a Boquist who's ready to go, there's a lot to be had there in those three names alone. Couple that with 20 million in cap space, and all of a sudden, you know. I, I, it's up to you Stan Bowman, you know how how gun-ho are you about trying to turn this thing around? I mean, there's always the talk about the Hawks being full in the pain on Arte- on our Panarin.
1: I was waiting for you to get there. I figured that's where we were going.
0: You know, but I I'm I'm not entirely sure that that's a contract that they would want to take on in, with 20 million. I think you could probably go the I mean, if you really wanted to, you could go like I don't know let's call it like a Wayne Simmons and a Matt Duchesne or you know pick up a pick up a Jeff Skinner and an Anders Lee you know anything anything to get more talents in the roster or at least more experienced free agent talent in the roster, couple that with super young dudes, I think you've got at least a chance to, to try to develop a team around that as opposed to just kind of this one-off, you know, piecing of, of guys like we've seen Bowman and company do here in the, last, uh, in the last year or two. So taking a look at the next couple of games on the schedule, first of all, Shout out to Vivid Seats, or at least the ESPN schedule thing, because they've got the, the ticket prices. You can go. That's right, you, hockey fans, uh, for all young hockey fans out there, you can go to a Blackhawks game for as low as $9 on Friday night when the Blackhawks face the Winnipeg Yets at 7.30 Central. That's right, the Winnipeg Yets at the United Center I don't think I've ever seen tickets that cheap at the UC. Well,
1: and, I, I think the last time they were that cheap, vivid seats didn't exist. I was going to say <laughs> the, the internet didn't exist um, as far <laughs> as we knew it. Um, yeah. So,
0: I mean, I'm still on Yoker goal watch. Um, because how he hasn't scored yet this season is beyond me, and yet he's leading – no, he's not leading the team. He's leading – I thought he was leading defensemen in assists, but that is now Duncan Keith, who is also goalless. Um, I can tell you why he hasn't scored. You ready? I'm, I'm bracing for impact.
2: <laughs> he's just not a good finisher. Every time. Every time.
0: Every- God damn time! Every time,
2: I'm really proud of that one. <laughs> I'm not. I have no. This word. is why think, we can't have nice things. I still think Perlini probably scores before uh, Yogi Haru does. And Hot take. It'll be funny. That's just Point gonna be it.
0: funny. Yeah, it'll be fun. Well, no, it'll be in the same game after after Hank doinks one off the crossbar or something like that, like he'll get a clean shot from one of the top of the circles and he'll just completely go full postage on it and then Perlini will get like an empty net or whatever it is and it'll count sends too.
2: a shot from the point and it bounces off Perlini and into the net. <laughs> yeah, like a- that's happened with like
1: he, he does the full Martinson
2: yeah, right Martinson like got one off his crotch for his first career goal and then like today was off his uh gut
1: so. By the way, did you guys see the Tim the puck that hit Tim Peel? Right below the belt and went in the net. It was, oh. against, it was St. Louis in Florida, like, and it wasn't even close. Like it was somebody from, somebody from St. Louis was just dumping the puck in, and Pete was like by the goal line extended near the boards, and the puck hit him square and bounced past Luongo into the <laughs> net. It's like i I'm, he had to be wearing a cup, like oh the, god, yeah, like the the the. Sp- just the force of the redirect, like he, ha- but he left the game. Like I, I hope he's okay because that's that's is a special summer? kind of pain. Yeah, I better. Hey, <laughs> oh, hey, <God. laughs> and we're done. Oh <laughs> uh, man,
0: don't be so stiff. Um, we're going Jesus, to. Uh... <laughs> it's yeah, it is
1: it is it is way too. It's hurts. getting late. It this is-, is what happens when the Hawks win the for once in eight is- nine whatever it was
0: it's it's late we finally have double digit wins on the season and some of us most of us have been drinking by the way shout out to our very own uh, Shaylin Brady for uh, for her birthday today uh, by the time you're listening to this she's probably in a final exam right now so
2: crush it girl you got it
0: but uh, yeah no we all drunk out here that Pedialyte. we all drunk out here <laughs> at uh, at second city hockey after a after again a a wonderful 6 to 3 win uh, by the Chicago Blackhawks over the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, but yeah, so we're at home against Winni- Winnipeg, and then at home against San Jose, and at home against the Preds for the first time this year. Uh, so much for uh, interdivisional games, whatever. Um, I I'm not gonna ask for predictions because who the hell knows what's gonna happen over these next three games? But things we're looking for: uh, Brandon Kane.
2: Um, <clears throat> I'd like to see Sakura get a opportunity on the top line in one of those games. Yes. Um, the line that he was on tonight with, um, Perlini and camp looked good. Um, but I, I mean, you have him up, so why not do it? Um, and this is, if you give him a spin against, I mean, all three of those teams have, Okay defense i won't say solid because that's not true for all three of them but uh, (laughs) hey just calling it what it is um and then when you look at like the rest of december then those are games aside from those two colorado games which like god if you watch all those like all 60 minutes of both of those games more power to you um but uh yeah, give Sakura a run on the top line and break up Brandon Manning and Brent Seabrook and deport Jan Ruda to... <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: man. It- and Brandon
2: Manning's just like a cotton head nitty-muggins right now. <laughs> Is
0: that the word of your day on your toilet paper today?
2: <laughs> no, I think that's, meatball. that's what Hey, that's meatball.
0: Well, you can let, you let your let your inner meatball fly after, uh, after today's win. Dave, you have anything to follow up after that?
1: Uh, well, I mean, it's terrifying that they have to face probably the three best teams in the Western conference all in a row. Like it would have been so much more fun if the Hawks were like flirting with the playoff spot or higher and been like, all right, now we get to really see just how good this team is. Mm-hmm. Instead. It's like watching the game from like behind the couch, hoping it's not as awful as it seems like it could be because that is, that is a, about as tough as a three-game stretch as you can have over the course of a season. So, uh, kind of building off what Brandon was talking about, though, I think the, I think, you know, we'll see how Dalstrom looks. It was only one game; it's a limited sample size, so I don't want to get too far ahead of myself here. But the combo with him and Murphy looked pretty good tonight. Mm. Keith and Yokohara, you have been, you know, pretty good when paired together. And then hopefully Gustafson is back from his. Uh, he was out sick, right? I, I, I missed. It, it wasn't. It
0: was it, bad. Yeah, it wasn't anything yeah, major.
1: Something. So you get him back and pair him up with Seabrook, and I think those are your six defensemen right there. And let them play together for a couple weeks, maybe over this three game stretch, and maybe they figure something out. And it's not quite as miserable to watch the Blackhawks attempt to play defense for the rest of the season. So watching the watching the blue line, I think it would be the biggest thing for me because seeing how Connor Murphy's return to the lineup kind of makes everything else. Uh, how how everything else meshes with his, him back in the lineup is something we've been waiting to see for 2 months i just wish wish it hadn't come after a like 3 and 19 stretch but here we are and uh another thing what brandon said about getting secure up on the top line like if you're going to call him up man don't put him with bums on the third and fourth line like mm. he's supposed to be a playmaker he's got the ability he's, he's supposed to have the hands and the the playmaking ability and all these things to be a top 6 guy so let's find out. Now, no, they have no, you have nothing to lose at this point. Put him with Taves and Sod on the top line, or or mix him in with that Kane, uh, Kane to Brinkett and Strom combo somehow. But yep. yeah, get get him some guys that are going to be able to see hockey the way he does, and and finish up, uh, convert on the chances that he can set people up for. Because uh, I like David Camp; I think he's a fine player, but he's not a he's not that type of guy not Sakura
2: is going to be an RFA so Sakura he'll be an RFA so see what you got and if you don't got shit ship them off for a pick it's gonna say move them
1: yeah well yeah yeah there's another piece you could trade away so maybe maybe he'll come in and uh be just good enough to fetch a decent prospect or something
0: I don't know Mm, We'll, we'll see. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, it's I in total agreement. Yeah. If you're, if you're at a point in this season, which again, I, you would have to be so blind. The, the beer goggles would be all the way on. Um, actually two pairs would be on. If you think that this team has a chance in hell at making the playoffs right now, again, statistically, it's probably a thing, but there's no way in hell that uh, the Blackhawks look anything like a, a playoff contender.
1: I think Dom, and his last name starts with an only, I don't know how to pronounce it, but he... Oh, really neither does his it. girlfriend. <laughs> oh, really?
2: <laughs> yeah, he tweeted that the other day, and he was like, I tried to, like, work <laughs> it out with my girlfriend as to how to say my last name, and he's like, it just
1: went... L- Lush, Lushin? Lushin? It's Lucision? I'm just not even going to try. But I think his projection <laughs> this morning had the Hawks at, like, under 5% of a playoff chances, and that seemed high to me. I think it was .83. Point eight three? I was gonna okay. say I let's believe see. there was a decimal point in front of those numbers. Okay, let's see. I'm I'm pulling it up right now. It is .03. point oh three. Point oh it was not point eight three. Nice try, Brandon. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. Sure it wasn't point six nine? Yeah. Oh, oh oh sorry, it's point oh three to win the Stanley Cup. It's a three percent chance of making the playoffs. Mm. I, read the, I read that I read that. There we go. There we go. Three percent, guys. So uh so you're saying there's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, hey, it's it I th- I think we're in full embrace tank mode at this point in the game. Um, but uh yeah, no, I, you, you gotta get all the experience you can out of some of these young guys this season at this stage. Um again, especially some of the younger younger prospects that you're Hoping turn out to be either studs or, as discussed, trade bait for players that are going to turn you into a playoff team next season. Because again, for some reason, we all were third. For some reason, this is this is not a rebuilding team. This is simply a uh, a different window dressing or whatever the healthy analogy
1: is. I'll I'll be very interested if they get uh, the next time that Bowman or McDonough, or whoever's in front of the media. Because the last time they talked was that the Smoltz trade. I Mm -hmm. believe. And things weren't quite as bleak then. Um, They only got worse after that trade. So I'd be very interested to see if they get in front of the media again, what they say, if they still try and pass off this remodeling line, because boy, it's starting to smell more and more like crap every time they bring it up these days. So
0: it's that and the, like the whole, I don't know if you guys listened. they, uh, McDonough's interview on six seventy the score here in Chicago, the sports radio station, McDonough, flat out I forget who he uh who he said it to I don't know if it was uh McNeil or Parkins or whoever the hell it was but it would basically McDonough comes out and says hey can we stop the narratives the 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 media about how Scotty Bowman is in oh. control of things and how it stands his own guy and he can make his own decisions and Scotty has no hand in it whatsoever and I wait
1: and then Stan did the same thing on TV, I think, or was somebody Something else like that? Yeah, yeah. They're they're trying really hard to to crush that narrative. That it's it's almost to the point where we didn't even ask you about it. Why are you defending it? I was so. gonna say,
0: as long as Barry Smith is still on this team in one way, shape, or form, then Scotty Bowman's Scotty Bowman's got his hands so far
2: up, uh, <laughs> so far up the uh, the
0: that uh, you know. I oh man,
2: it's fun. okay. So like. <laughs> So one thing with Barry Smith, did you guys see what Patrick Kane did in the? Third I
1: saw. I saw. That was the, the so tweet from great. the, the,
2: the uh, Barry Smith yeah. went to like talk to Patrick Kane and he was like, "Yeah, hey, fuck off, old man." <laughs> I, I was
0: gonna say for those of you who were who weren't watching the game or who had missed it, yeah, basically Barry goes to get in uh, Barry goes to get in uh, Patty Kane's ear about something, and Kaner just for, for intents and purposes straight up shrugs him off.
2: Ian doesn't slide down the bench to, like, get away from him. I mean,
1: <laughs> I need I need to watch this again now just for, for all of its glory.
2: And then you should go
0: and watch the awkward interview after the no, game that no, wasn't I'm even not, an interview. I'm
1: not watching that again. I'm, why is Pierre still – Well, <laughs> he, why? He, he just don't let him interview. Like, hey, the, when he sits and talks on the bench and does that – all the stuff he does between uh, – Where
2: he talks about, like, uh, shot and cook St. Mary's. Like, that's well,
1: great. No, but just, like, some of his analysis is actually good. Like, at least he, like – you can tell he cares. He's not like they're falling asleep or Oh, anything. yeah, no, he does his I don't, homework. I, uh, I don't mind him, but it's <laughs> just it's stop, not an interview. Just, just yeah. stop having him interview. Like, I mean, can't, I don't know, pull uh, pull Catherine Tappen or have Liam McHugh show up and do those interviews instead or something. Yeah.
2: I'd be fine. Like, like, Martinson went to sit down because, like, he was the number one star, and he was like, I don't know who you are, so leave.
1: Pretty <laughs> yeah. much. This guy's from Norway, not Canada. I don't know what minor league team he played on. I don't know what middle school team. And, like, he grabs
2: Taze and he's like, you almost played for the Tri-City Americans, but then you went to North Dakota and you got arrested with (laughs) T.J. Oshi." Goes on this rant. Like, he didn't do that, but, I mean, those were the gears spinning in Pierre's head.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> I was see. I'm over here just like well, Pierre. It, it, I don't know how you can call it an interview when Pierre literally doesn't ask a question. It's a statement. He hands the mic to Taze. It's another statement, and one more time the mic goes over to Taze, and Johnny's like, "Yep, that. Yep, that's okay. Uh huh. Sure." <laughs> and oh man, I want, uh, I want somebody to go full Belichick on Pierre at least once and be like. That's not a question. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That'd be John Tortorella. <laughs> yeah, oh,
2: like, don't, oh. to do it. <laughs> so. um, but like to to get the 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 car back on the tracks here. Um, I think uh, the next too time. Late. The, oh no, we hey. Bowman and McDonough would talk to the media. Would probably be uh, December thirtieth or New Year's Eve because that's right before the Winter Classic, and they play in Colorado December twenty ninth. So. Like one of those two days, I feel like they would meet with media. Uh, okay. Hey,
0: whenever you can, whenever you can bury the news, and they're gonna be able to do it. Which I would think, if they do talk, yeah, that's. that's I
2: mean, they're pro- not gonna be like the Bears and like fire a coach on New Year's Day, which like that was amazing.
0: Yeah, it <laughs> might be like the Bulls though, and try to hide this under like six other games that are happening that day. Which yeah. I bet you, oh. You know what? I bet you they do it on uh, college football playoff day or whatever it is—the the eleventh the of the, January or that whatever the that Monday. is. The, 29th. Yeah,
1: yeah. There's a there's a certain blue and gold team involved in
2: those, I believe. Brandon.
0: I was gonna say I, somebody on these year. Some bitch ass that.
2: team, with orange too. Davo. Well, at least Alabama—they're smart. They only get A's and B's.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and hopefully Oklahoma. A- A's and oh
0: Championships. I was gonna say A's B's and rings. Oh god. Uh, now that Brandon's triggered, it's probably a good time to run for the hills. Um, if you can't tell, we're all a little bit slab happy just because it's late. Uh, and we're a little drunk and, uh, and the Blackhawks won a hockey game in regular. No, really. They won. Seriously. It, no, it it no joke.
2: they scut. Not only like did they real win life, not like video game shit,
0: they actually won. And then they actually scored the first goal of the game, like a real goal. Yep. Like the first one before like anybody else. And then and they no. did
2: another goal.
0: Yeah, that's true. They did. So yeah, they got to change the marketing slogan now from one goal to two goals. Um, no, this is, uh, this has gotten officially silly. So we're going to cut this off right here at the shins. Uh, follow us. Uh, what's our Twitter? We're second city hockey
1: two uh, two ND,
0: uh ND. That's, N-D two N-D. Uh, that's uh, Dave Melton, who I think is underscore Dave Melton. And there's Br- Brandon M. Canes over there. And I'm TCR Brad. And, uh, and and uh, you should like us on the Facebook and uh, check us out at the Google Podcasts or Podbean or wherever you enjoy the uh, the, the podcast from. Again, shout out to, uh, to SB Nation and uh, our uh, our parent site. Hey, SB Nation NHL, uh, for all of your, your hockey-related thingamabobs, um, we have plenty. Um, that is it for this show. Uh, We're going to go continue to get silly here tonight, and we're going to talk to you guys next week. Until then, thank you so much for the support, and go Hawks!